Welcome to the Growing in Greatness podcast with your host, Gwendolyn Singletary. We bring relevant insights, actionable strategies, and connections to resources to inspire you to explore your potential and become the best version of yourself in business and personally. So take charge and commit to growth. Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. And remember, you deserve to see your own greatness. Hello, everyone. Hello and happy, happy Monday. It's good always to be here with you. I'm excited about another week that I have an opportunity to show my greatness. Um, I also want to say I hope you're staying cool wherever you are in the part, this part of this country. I hope you're staying in, staying cool, staying hydrated, because we are definitely experiencing some kind of heat like we've never had before. So to that end, we're going to talk about another hot topic besides the heat, and that is generating wealth, key factors. I have a great guest today, Stephen Stack. He is an astonishing young man, impressive, impressive young man. I love his whole concept about wealth. There are a lot of people who do wealth planning, a lot of people do investing. But when I spoke with him, he gave me his overall concept about generating wealth and the effect it has on your life and how you should look at it. I clearly was impressed. So let me just tell you why I was impressed. Uh, Stephen is a financial consultant whose mission is to help others build wealth holistically. Get that word, build wealth holistically. I love it. Uh, He is 100% debt-free, which includes paying off his six-figure mortgage. He he also became a millionaire by the age of 31. I'm still not a millionaire, but that's okay. We'll work on that too, but age of 31, through consistent money management and investing priorities through real estate and stock market. I like the diversification. He did a little bit of both, you know, and probably some other things too. Uh, He believes wealth isn't just what it's in your bank account, but also the person you are becoming, which, like I said, I love his concept about wealth, the way he looks at it. Stephen, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, so happy to be here. And, uh, yeah, just been looking forward to this. Yeah, we've talked a couple times, and I've, I've got other plans for him he doesn't know yet. But that's that. He has a website. He'll get that to you later on. He takes, he gives classes on investing and coaching on investing. So you would have an opportunity to get with him one-on-one. Like I said, he spreads his wealth around, his knowledge around uh, to help people become wealthy for the right reasons. So before we go into all the things you actually do, tell me, Stephen, more about you. Give me your why. How did you start? When did you start? Why did you start investing? Yeah. Uh, So at a, at a, young age i uh and and i really was just thinking about like so i had some foundation of understanding that i couldn't spend more than what i made um which i credit my my parents for that of just letting you know hey it's you need to live within your means and save for a rainy day um but that's really that was all i had was those concepts um but as far as like really building wealth i didn't have 
a lot of footing there. And it really wasn't until I was in college that I started doing the math. And I'm like, man, I'll never be able to save my way to wealth. And so that really started me on a journey of saying, okay, how can I make money compound? Um, And I had seen little things like putting money in a a bank CD or certificate of deposit uh, where you could put it in, you get a agreed upon rate and it has to stay in for X amount of months or years. And so I I did get that part, but I'm like, man, there's got to be, there's got to be other ways to build and potentially uh, more rapidly than that. And so that that's really what kind of started me on that journey of looking and trying to figure it out. Uh, but I didn't have people that I could really touch and feel who were right in front of me uh, to help me at that point. So I just started with, with whatever I could. And, you know, the interesting thing, we talked about this, and I've talked about this with other people in the financial sphere, uh, especially those of a minority African-American descent. Unfortunately, we didn't have people in our families that did this sort of thing. You know, um, a number of people have that's historical, that old money, that generational money. And for us, we didn't have that knowledge. We didn't have that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm seeing now that um, people like yourself, uh, young 30s, 40s, are doing a lot more of that, uh, investing and trying the cryptocurrency and uh, things of that nature, which is great because we learn, you learn how to really generate and hold on to wealth. But I think it's phenomenal. Uh, that's how it's only we're going to make it. So as, as you went through that process, tell me a little bit more about when I talk about generating wealth. Okay. Give me your philosophy on that. What does generating wealth really mean? Give me your philosophy on that piece. So, I want to give a a quote that I think will really help people to understand how important investing is. So, so a lot of times people look at investing as a it's a nice to have when the reality is you must invest, and I want people to to get that ingrained in their minds that investing, you have to do it. If if you're in a space where you're not making enough to invest, then you need to do all you can to upgrade your skills to increase your income so you have more to be able to invest and or uh, be able to reduce some of your expenses to have room to do so. And there's a quote um, I want to say it's by a legendary investor, a guy named Warren Buffett, where he oh, says, yes. "If <laughs> right, right, he <laughs> says, if you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, mm-hmm. you will work until you die." Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say that one more time because because it really crystallizes. The, the need to have to invest. If you can't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. And the thought process there is if if all we're doing is we're just making money, you know, spending it, living, 
you may save some, um, but saving doesn't really help you to to build wealth for for a couple of reasons, um, like in and of itself, because you've got something called inflation, which now people are a lot more aware of that, of that just over time the buying power of our money decreases or or it, it takes more money to buy the same things. So just saving and working, it's not going to get you there because as soon as you stop working, uh, it puts you in a space where eventually you're going to run out of money. Um, so there has to be an understanding that you have to invest. Now, as far as what are things that a person can do, one of the easiest things uh, that is tried and true is looking at putting money into, like, the stock market um, as far as ease to be able to get in and you don't necessarily have to have a lot of money to start. And, and of course, another one is real estate. Um, but we can take time to flesh out those two different paths. Uh, but with the stock market, you could literally start with as little as just a handful of dollars and have an opportunity to be invested in some of the best and most profitable companies in the world. That's exciting to know that because generally people believe you have to have money to invest. So investing is only for the rich folk. Um, and you can't invest. I know nowadays they have so many different ways you can buy stock. You can buy part of the stock with somebody. There's websites now where you can, you know, teach you how to invest. There are people like yourself out there who's willing to give you that coaching for a period of time for money. So, you know, there's more and more out there that we didn't know about because our, our perceptions were that that was only for the rich people. And now we're realizing that's what helps people become rich, you know, to right. do that. So. When I look at your website, you do a lot of things. You help people with their goal setting. And I'm really impressed by that because I tell people all the time, through all of my undergrad, graduate studies, um, it wasn't until my graduate studies that I understood and learned how to set goals. That's something no one teaches mm. you in life. You know, you don't get that in high school and really mm. you're undergrad. You have to go a little further or go to some kind of seminar or training. So you talk about setting goals. I think it's huge. Um, people don't understand goals and tactics. That's a big deal for me. You talk about debt repayment strategy. We all have debt. You pay it off a six-figure home. Um, that's huge. People used to say 20, uh, 20 so, but 30 years, pay off a mortgage, and clearly you just over 30 yourself. So you couldn't have, you know, you must have done a, a, a wonderful job of paying it off before time. We talk about investment education, and you talk about investment strategies. So take us through some of those steps you you provide and the service you provide for others. Yeah, so I'll start with the the goal setting part of things. Of you cannot hit something that you haven't targeted. So um, it's impossible to get somewhere if you don't know where you're going, and so really at the start, you have to have some kind of idea from a goal standpoint of, hey, where do I want to be? And I believe that starts with saying, where am I right now? So 
you guys can do this exercise if you want as you're listening, uh, but I don't think you'll need to do it per se. But if you were to say you were trying to go on a trip somewhere or you're about to head on vacation, you may know what your destination is, but it will be impossible for you to get the directions to get there if you don't first establish where you currently are because you can't get directions to somewhere if you don't know where you're at at the moment. Start with helping people to just get an understanding of, okay, let's assess where are you. Like what do things look like from from an expense and income standpoint? Uh, What kind of assets do you have, meaning what do you own? Uh, what liabilities do you have? What do you owe? What are the debts? And let's let's get a framework for just where you are right now um, and start to set goals based off of where you want to be, but also, hey, what are some of the steps that are going to help you get there? So that's the financial goal setting piece. But let me ask you a question. And then, you also do a oh, timeline. Yeah, sure. Say, I expect to be here within a year, two years, correct? Absolutely, yeah, because if, if there's no timeline, then uh, it's not really it's not it's not really what people would call a smart goal. Like there's it's not time bound. So if somebody is just working a regular job, let's say someone's in sales, and and they have a sales goal, the goals for that year. Not hey, I can sell this amount just whenever. <laughs> well, there's, right. there's nothing special about it. If or or if, if it's uh, oh well, you know, I'm gonna try to do this in three years when they really want you to do it in this year. So yes, having an actual timeline of hey, this is where I'm looking to get to in this in this frame, this time frame. So. No, I think it's, that's that's really important to establish that. And then, yeah, some of the things around debt repayment of just trying to figure out, okay, how to attack it. So now that it's understood where you're at, where you currently are at, where you want to be potentially when you're trying to get there and determining what's a, what may be a realistic timeline to get there of saying, okay, now what do we do? How How can we make a plan, build some strategy towards attacking said debt and working through that. Uh, and then on the investment side, just talking about even even just understanding some of the terminology around investing. There's so many things that we understand, especially I'm just going to talk to particularly you know, minority communities and, and black people of we're smart enough, like we know how to invest. And and this may be encouraging someone very specifically. You're smart enough to do it. You're smart enough to build wealth. You have what it takes. You may just not have the language, the lingo around doing it. I mean, I actually, actually uh, got to work with a young man fairly recently who didn't feel he had any understanding of investing. And I was able to use 
analogies between sports, music, and just kind of pop culture things to help him understand how investing works. Mm -hmm. And I could see the light bulb click by talking through his favorite player, his favorite artist to say, this is how I want you to think about this. And what would you invest in this with this kind of understanding and, and just seeing the light bulb click to where it's like, Oh, okay, that makes sense. And then saying, okay, well, that's what these terms mean. And that's what these terms over here mean. Um, Cause I believe the education part is so important um, because if you don't understand what you're investing in, mm-hmm. then if there's any kind of turbulence or chaos or you see your investments going down and you have no understanding, then you'll probably stop or sell at the wrong time um, or, or quit too soon instead of building over time and getting to really see that compound interest work for you. Okay. And then the, 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 I guess the most important is you pull all those things together, you develop your own personal investment strategy because you know what your goals are, you know what the debt situation is, you learn some terminology, and so then you come with the investment strategy. Yeah, yeah. And so for that, now, now we're speaking to um, we've, we've talked through where, where are you at, what are some of your goals? Um, if you have debt, what what is that situation? What's some ways to attack it? Time frame for that? Having some understanding on the actual investment end. And one of the things I love to do as far as talking about investment strategy is I just speak to the stuff I've personally done to build wealth for me. I'm saying, hey, here's Here's strategies that I've done. Here's things that have worked for me and that I'm continuing to do. Um, and for uh, for many folks, we'll actually talk in real time about the things that I am doing from an investment standpoint um, just to help people uh, to be able to to see it. And of course, people don't have to do they don't, they don't have to do exactly what I'm doing, but I, I at least try to explain, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is the reasoning for why. Here's other things that people can do because people may have a different risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, hey, here's other things that you can consider. Here's some of the pros of that. Here's some of the cons of that. Um, and just trying to help people move from just a head knowledge mm-hmm. to actually taking action, which is something I am huge on, is this may sound controversial, but I promise it'll make sense. So I believe that knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. So let me say it again. I don't believe knowledge is power. 
applied knowledge is power. It's not as important what you know. It's will you correctly apply the knowledge that you now have or what you know. I could totally so, agree with that. Totally. Yeah, appreciate yeah, that. Appreciate that. Yeah, that. it just uh, right, right. Because um, a lot of people have great ideas, mm-hmm. or they may be extremely rich mm-hmm. in intention, but they're poor in execution. Mm-hmm. And give me someone who who may be a little lighter on the intention side, but they're heavier on the execution side, they're mm-hmm. probably going to win more often than the person who's vice versa, who's got great intentions but low execution. It's the same thing when you start talking about money management or building wealth. Is It really is going to come down to those that execute, those that apply, those that mm-hmm. do. And the mm-hmm. more consistently you do it, mm-hmm. the greater your results are going to be. I totally agree. I mean, I think that's a concept that goes beyond just investing. It's just a business concept. You know, I talk on this show constantly yes. about um, programs and, and different ways of doing things. I always say a couple of things. And one is whatever your concept or thoughts are or plans are, put, in, put it in writing. Do the work to put it mm. in writing. Not in writing is nothing. And I constantly tell people, you've got to do the work. You've got to spend the time. You know, great ideas, to your point, are wonderful. But if you don't do the work, so another great idea on the shelf. So I think what you're saying is absolutely right on. I totally subscribe to that thought process. And since we're talking about that, talk about some major attributes that you've seen in yourself and others that seem to uh, uh, bear the odds, if you will, of being successful in this uh, investing world. Yeah, so something that's huge. So let's let's say I'll speak to a specific person here. So let's say you have someone who they've got all the other stuff figured out. They're like, hey, I know I know where I want to be. Got my goals. Uh, got my plan to pay off debt, or maybe their debt's already paid. Uh, they've got some investment stuff going, or they know the things they would like to buy or invest in. Um, and they're like, okay, well, well, well now what? I, I, I bought something. <laughs> you know, I invested in the stock market. I, you know, I bought something. Um, one thing that I've seen that can help people a lot is to automate as much of their investing as they can. Um, so there is a concept. There's something called dollar cost averaging, which the name isn't intuitive. Um, What what it really means is that you can say, I'm going to invest, and I'll just make up a number. Let's say someone says, I want to invest $100 a week. Um, And they're going to do that regardless of what's going on in the market. That $100 comes out of their bank account and goes to buy whatever in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is what dollar cost averaging is, is saying that you're buying in a preset frequency no matter what. That every week 
on whatever day of the week you're buying $100 worth of that investment. And here's, here's what's great about that is whether the market's going up or down, you're still buying. And the historical trend over time for the market has been that it trends upwards. So if we're in a recession, then it means your $100 buys more of more of that asset than what it did when it was higher. And obviously, if the market is going up, then the stuff that you already bought is increasing. And you're, and you're just continuing to buy, and it takes a lot of the emotion out of it. That can really cause people to get in trouble or, or be in a space where they're buying really high and then panicking and selling really low. Okay. So automate as much as you can. Like, I mean, and, I, and that's something I would pretty much tell anybody as far as if you're just trying to make things really easy and 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 uh passive because mm-hmm. the other thing is you may have good intentions and say hey I want to do it manually but what if life happens and you just forget and life will of course you know so let mm-hmm. right and it will and it mm-hmm. will so I've seen it before where people they may automate to have the money come out of their bank account but it's not automated to actually buy the investment or buy the asset. So it's just sitting in, let's say, a brokerage account or it could be some type of retirement account where the money's in there, but you haven't actually bought anything. So it's basically sitting there as if it's in a bank account. Hmm. Okay. And the, the market could be going up, 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 but you haven't bought anything. So just finding doing what it takes to automate the process fully so that you're not thinking about it. You can focus on uh, your work, life, family, friends, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Sounds very good. Listen, guys, our 30 minutes is almost up. Before we take a break, I'm going to have uh, Mr. Stephen Stack to come back next week um, because there are a lot more questions I want to ask. I'm sure there are a lot more you want to ask. You can always call in and ask you live on the air. But, Stephen, before we end this show and we come back next week, tell the listeners how they can find you on social media, your website, and all of that. Absolutely. So my website is just Stephen with a V, so S-T-E-V-E-N-L-Stack, S-T-A-C-K dot com. So Stephen lstack.com and as far as social media you can find me on uh, Instagram or TikTok or Facebook the handle is just stacking with stack so stacking with a G with stack Um, consistently just sharing things just to encourage people along along their journey because a lot of times we know the right things to do mm-hmm. but just being reminded to do them mm-hmm. you know and just the consistency of doing it over time is really helpful i do sometimes i tweet as well on on twitter that's just Stephen l stack is the handle for that but uh those are ways you can actually connect with me um and uh, i would love to hear from you 
actually go to his website. You'll see a whole lot of things of what he does. He does give consults and things of that nature. So you definitely want to maybe look at that and, and try to um, schedule some time with him. Like I said, we have a lot more questions. I'm going to definitely have this gentleman back next week because I want to talk more about this holistic approach to uh, investing that he brings to the table. So um, once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hit me up on Facebook as well. Remember I said today is the first day of the week. Go out and be great. Thank you. Have a good evening. Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast with your host, Wendland Singletary. We bring relevant insights, actionable strategies, and connections to resources to inspire you to explore your potential and become the best version of yourself in business and personally. So take charge and commit to growth. Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, only on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. And remember, you deserve to see your own greatness.